There's a famous scripture, many of you have heard it. How can two walk together except they agree? How can you walk with Adonai except you agree to walk with your God? Why would you come to faith if you did not make a covenant of agreement? Why would you walk with anyone and do not agree to walk together in step to accomplish your crime? To go after the girls in the bars. You know that agreement you made? Those pills you got ready to put in their drink at that fraternity party at your college at USC or Santa Barbara? You know, that agreement you made about the beer when you went into the liquor store who was going to five-finger discount that deal? You know those agreements you've made to cheat someone out of a commission in your real estate company with the other brokers and don't tell the marketing associate what you were doing, the lie about a deal that you said was only paying 4% when it paid 6 to pocket. You know, those lies, those deals you've made to entrap, to kill, to flatten someone's tire, to steal someone's lover, to take advantage of someone's misfortune. You know, those kinds of agreements you've made. You know why they worked? Because you guys walked together for evil to devise a plan, that false testimony in your lawsuit in court that you devised, the documents that you faked to deceive the state. You know, those deals you've made on your tax forms. Surely you've walked in agreement with your accountant, with your financial advisor. You, you know what I'm talking about, right? What agreements have you made? How can two walk together except they agree? Now, that's how most live in agreement. You scratch my back, I scratch yours. I'll pay you on the back end. Or is it under the table? Or was it under the sheets in the bed? Undercover. But what about your agreement with God? Because you know about the agreement with the devil. You take the front, I'll take the back. I'll watch your blind side. You go in, I'll stay on the outside. I'll post guard. You see, we walk together. I got your back because you don't, can't see what's behind you. You post a guard. You post someone for your rear flank. so that you can move forward. You know, when you're putting on that dress, you can't quite see your back. You ask him to zip you up. You ask him to look, how does it fit? You go to the fitting room at the department stores. You try to twist your neck to get a good side of your backside in view. You're hoping the mirror is set right to see. Hopefully you've got a friend to help you see and give you an honest opinion. Well, how does it look on me? Can you see what does it look like from the back? You're trusting your beautician, your barber. And he gives you the mirror to help to show you. The mirror becomes your walking partner and agreement. Helps to 
show you what you look like in the back. And is it a good mirror? Or has it been photoshopped? But the blind spot in friendship, people that tell you things that you don't know about yourself that you can't quite see as clearly, because we can't. We don't have eyes in the back of our heads, no matter what your mother and your teachers told you in class. They just had the psychology of knowing what you were doing. They can't see it. They see it from a behavioral science point of view, but not in actuality, especially when you threw that spitball. But if she knows the type of people in her class, she called you out without looking at you. How does she know it was me? Because your character tells on you. You already have a reputation that precedes you. Well, if anyone did it, it was you, McGillicuddy. Little sweet Bart would never have done it. And, a <laughs> and Bart did it. So let me ask you. You have friends in your life that's got your backside, your blind spot like driving down the freeway, trying to help you see what you can't see. And even with all the mirrors, it seems to somehow or another still be a blind spot. Just hard to find it. But if somebody's with you, the secret service agents of your life, who really are looking out for you, because we are handicapped. We all have a handicap. We just can't quite see our blind spots. Rather, it's the way we think, the way we talk, the way we act, something that we're missing in our spiritual life. And if you're prideful, you won't like that. You won't want the person to tell you what you lack, where you slack, what's wrong. You want them to lie to you. The truth, as I often say, is the lie that you want to believe and want to be told. You don't want the truth. You can't handle the truth. You don't like the truth. You hate it. Therefore, lie to me. Tell me I look good when I don't. Tell me I'm pretty when I'm ugly. Tell me I'm righteous when I'm wicked. But a good friend, they got your back. They got your blind spot. And they point it out. They take the log out of their eyes so they can see clearly that spot, that speck. And God never told you not to focus on that. It's the opposite. He was telling you how to get rid of it, not you can't judge me. Read it properly, people. It's not a not to, it's a how to judge. It's a lesson plan. Applied spiritual science. How to go about helping your brother first. Procedural. Take the obstacle, obstruction out of your eye. You got that? Okay. By the way, now you have something else to do. That brother that has a speck in his eye needs to come out. Now go and get it out. So get ourselves in a position to see each other's blind spot for the purpose of tearing someone down. No, building them up. Of criticizing them? No, correcting them. A correction. Get back on the path. Turn around. Oh, you got to go down two feet and make a U-turn. Two inches and make a... Uh, a, a one-way left turn. You, you have people in your life that are supposed to be doing this. But they're liars. They don't want the truth. 
And when you do tell them the truth, they'll hate you. It doesn't mean you shouldn't tell them the truth. You see, if you're a truth teller, not a fortune teller, you will tell them the truth. You will say the truth, not a soothsayer. You will give them the truth and the word you read, not the cards you read. You'll say, talk to the hand, not read by hand. You're not a palm reader. You are a servant of Adonai, Yathevai, to speak the truth, not your words, not their words, his words. Rather they slap you or kiss you, it doesn't matter, bless you or curse you, thank you or not, accept or reject. Speak the truth. As they say, let the chips fall where they fall. Speak the truth. Love your brothers enough to cover their blind side and tell them about it. Think how it wants to be loved For more than just what it does To be first And just always thought of That's love Love Love, love, that's just love, that's just love, what is love, is love What if love's just a mystery to unfold Or the story of our love untold Is that love So elusive that you just can't hold Best for you to just let it go. Till it returns on its own. That's how you'll know what is love. 
love just a kiss Or can it be more The only path to his heart Will it be an open door Will it be, will it be
It's a lonely road On my way to Kansas On my way to see a friend It's been a long time Since I've been in Kansas And I'm glad to be going back again On the road there's a friend I gotta see Follow your road to Kansas And you'll be on the road You'll be on the road that sets you free
Everyone's got a road to Kansas God can help you find your way When the road is long and narrow On the road, night or day
I just want you to know how much I really love you and how much you really mean to me.
I'll be by your side I can be 